0: You promise your child they can be anything they choose. They promise to follow their dreams. Our promise is to help you save for college today and every day worry-free. YouPromise.com lets you save extra money for college by doing the everyday things you already do. Link any college savings plan with a free YouPromise account and watch your child's dreams become their future. Sign up today at YouPromise.com for a $30 welcome bonus. Start now. At youpromise.com.
1: If you're ready to lose weight, let Noom put psychology to work. Noom's award-winning weight loss program takes a cognitive behavioral approach, helping you form sustainable change that lasts. With Noom, no food is off limits and there's no counting calories either. Instead, Noom gives you the ongoing guidance and support you need to form healthier habits and achieve your goals, all backed by leading evidence-based psychology and nutrition science. Start your trial at noom.com/habit. That's n o o m.com/habit.
2: Hey there boys and girls, welcome to another edition of The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. The music underscoring me is that of Sam Brandt. Neon Bloom is the new hit from my son, Sam Brandt, Boy Blue Tunes. It's a post-election edition of The Business of Sports, a little bit different angle. I did it four years ago and I'm doing it now right after the election to get someone who I think has unique insight and perspective on what just happened and what is ahead. The nation went through a polarizing time. The election is over. It may not be over in some people's minds. I wanted to get some insight on, on that. And the guy I chose is Bakari Sellers. He is the CNN commentator. He is a lawyer. There will be lawyers with the Strom Law Firm in South Carolina. He is someone that has commented on the way the election would go, and he was pretty much right. He now has an autobiography as well, My Vanishing Country. It could focuses on forgotten lives of African-American working-class people in the rural U.S. South. Bakari Sellers is my guest. Without further ado, CNN commentator, lawyer, and big-time sports fan, Bakari Sellers. Not my usual business with sports podcasts, but not a usual time of the year either, or the time of the decade or time of the century (laughs) with what's going on right now. We are, as we sit here today, a week removed from the historic election, but only a couple of days removed from calling it, as they say in your world, Bakari. Yes, yes. For Joe Biden. I couldn't think anyone better to talk to about this than CNN correspondent and the ringer and all this great election coverage. And we've got to know each other a little bit through Twitter about sports and politics mixing. So welcome to the program, Bacary Sellers. Bacary
0: Sellers. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be on with you. And maybe we'll, we'll talk about the business of sports because there has not been any bigger business in sports than Donald Trump. So we'll see how that how that ventures into the future as well. Yeah, that's something we can talk about as well. Listen, before we get to the result... I
2: guess my question is, how surprised were you at the turnout, because it was the greatest turnout in the history now? Is it pandemic? Is it absentee? Is it just this rage over what the president did for the last four years? I'd like your sort of a blank canvas on why you think we got such an incredible turnout this time.
0: So I think the turnout was was all of those things and all those things above. Um you know this is the the largest turnout in terms of raw votes that we've had in the history of course because the country's gotten bigger. Um in terms of percentage of the population or percentage of those vote uh those registered voters we're at about equal to where we were in 1900 which is still a, a long time ago. Um so the reason was a, a there was a great reaction no Republican in history has been able to gin up Republican support like Donald Trump. Um, No uh, candidate in history has been able to gin up support and opposition uh, to them like Donald Trump. And so you saw this weird convergence and, you know, allowing people because of the pandemic um, to to mail in ballots also um, increased the turnout. But I just think that there was just there was just this feeling that um, people wanted to be a part of the process. Either this was Donald Trump was never able to make this a choice election. This was never a Joe Biden or, or Donald Trump election. This was purely a referendum on the president. And because tactically he wasn't able to do that, you know, people always say the polling is wrong. And I think you will appreciate this as you hear my 22 month old twins who, who love to hear their daddy talk politics.
2: Yeah. But, glad you could join the podcast.
0: Uh, but but what you will realize is that the polling is always right around one aspect. That is, wherever the the incoming incumbent president is polling about 43, 42, 43 percent, um, that is where they will finish the polling at the end of the day. And so, you know, his his that's if that's where his favorability is, that's where he'll finish polling. So his favorability was about 42, 43 percent. And he finished polling at about 42, 43 percent. This would be uh, another random fact to um, Democrats have won the popular vote in this country the last seven out of eight cycles. Um, That's something that has never been done before. Amazing. You brought up the word polling, and and I'll just
2: hit it right away. I know everyone's talking about it. Okay, so four years ago, we were fooled, right? Uh, And then, you know, we expected a Hillary win. We expected this. We expected that. And maybe you didn't. but No, I did I was wrong. (laughs) I was wrong. And and I don't know anyone who wasn't. And then we get to this year. And is it as simple as, yes, we all got fooled again, but... The margin was bigger than Hillary's so that even though we got fooled, Biden won? Or, I mean, what was going on? Is it simply a fact of people not being truthful with pollsters? Will we ever be able to trust polls again? What is it with this?
0: So the polling industrial complex is fundamentally flawed. Um, They have a unique inability to poll poll the shy Trump voter. And that's something that people will talk about for a very long period of time is a shy Trump voter. Tell me what you um, I mean by that. Maybe so there are people who are just ashamed to tell others that they are voting for Donald Trump, uh, whether or not it, they're afraid of cancel culture or whether or not they're f- afraid of the blowback or the vitriol. And in, 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 there was recently a National Journal article that talked about, there were a lot of people, um, a lot of white voters who, uh, Um, were terrified of this new element of political correctness and cancel culture. Um, And that was reflective in the polling because they refused to tell you accurately who they were voting for. Um, And so um, that also attributed to Donald Trump getting 70 to 71 million. That's You know how many people that is? 70 to 71 million people to turn out to vote. Now, he's going to end up losing this election by about 7 to 8 million um, votes, which is going to be the largest margin in history, uh, Hillary Clinton won by 2.9 million, and people were thinking that was a huge margin. Uh, Donald Trump, will well, they will still be counting votes in New York and California for a long period of time. So his margin will be extremely high. Um, as, of, as of today, when we're taping, um, he is losing a Georgia uh, by more votes than um, uh, he won uh, Michigan by. Um, so it, it, it's really not a close race. Um, although in particular states the the um, the the uh, the vote count is still tight, you know, I will also say this: as rough as a day as it, as it was for Democrats up and down the ballot on Election Day, and they they won the ultimate prize. If you would have told anybody that Democrats were going to win Arizona and Georgia going into the election, uh, they probably would have told you that seeing those sunbelt states flip uh, would have been a good day, and. Um, that's what makes this election unique and different from 2016. And the last, the last thing in terms of numbers that you, that you would find very interesting, and this is going to drive Republicans crazy. Uh, there were no um, Green Party candidates on most of the swing state ballots, but there were Libertarian candidates. And so you will see some. Uh, in 2016, you had Jill Stein, where a large number of voters voted for Jill Stein. Um, in this case, you saw the inverse where a large number of voters voted for the libertarian candidate
2: Back to this insightful conversation with Bakari sellers in a minute first I want to tell you about a new sponsor It's hello fresh. They offer convenient no-contact delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with your family It is fresh pre-measured ingredients Delivered right to your door. The recipes are easy to follow with simple steps and pictures. I need those pictures To guide you along the way, feeding the whole family has never been easier, lower prices for larger box sizes, more servings means more savings. And there's something everyone will enjoy, 20 minute meals, low calorie vegetarian, family friendly recipes and more. It's the first global carbon neutral meal kit company and you can change your delivery days, your meal plan preferences, whatever you want, just right on the app you you can experience all of this. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BOS, that's Business of Sports, BOS90. Use code BOS90, all caps, BOS90. Get $90 off, including free shipping. Again, HelloFresh.com slash BOS90. Use code BOS90 and you'll get $90 off, including free shipping. HelloFresh. You mentioned Georgia and Arizona. I heard you on, on Bill Simmons podcast before the election talking about like everyone did, that the key states, the swing states, the blue wave, the red mirage, all these <laughs> phrases that became dirigoore over the past few weeks. Uh it really did turn and and uh, you have a better appreciation for the historic nature of some of these states flipping than and than most anyone does. Again delving into why and how this happened but states that have traditionally gone gone blue going gone red going blue is it just like you said the referendum on trump is it the coronavirus specifically or is it a real a real
0: study into his failures as a person and a leader what you're seeing are are, are red states getting redder mm. blue states getting bluer and purple states getting bluer Um, Those purple states getting bluer are what Republicans are going to have to head off. And that's the difficult thing of having Trumpism kind of hovering over your party for the next few years, because as demographics change, the president's the president does worse. Now, I know people are going to be like, well, what about Florida, Bakari? Well, you're right. In Florida, he did extremely well with Cuban-American voters. People always people always like to say Hispanic voters. And that's just that's that's not a nuanced enough way to consider the way in voting patterns. Cuban-American voters have been fleeing the Democratic Party for a very long period of time, and Democrats have to do a better job of addressing their needs. The brand of socialism or the the theme of socialism that was branded on Democrats also turned away a lot of South American voters down in Florida as well. But you saw Mexican-American voters around Arizona turn out in big numbers. Georgia and Arizona are browning, and they have these these educated population centers. The biggest divergence we saw Andrew in this election was between college educated voters and non college educated voters and When you have these hubs of Democrats do well and are growing and in cities that are growing, and Republicans are growing in cities that are that are shrinking in mm. communities that are shrinking and so where you have a Charlotte uh, where you have a a Las Vegas where you have a Phoenix where you have a Detroit where you have a Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. You tend to see Democrats do better. You have these uh, bastions of higher education. You have these uh, a bastion of college educated voter and Democrats are doing better. Um, that's something that, that people are going to have to head off. The only, Democrats simply have to do a better job if we're ever going to be competitive again in Iowa, Ohio, Indiana, of learning how to speak to rural voters. And you saw Joe Biden able to do just enough of that to win and swell the vote in places that weren't named um, Pittsburgh and, and Philadelphia in Pennsylvania.
2: Is the electoral college, is there a way to get rid of it? Is it something that just is always going to stand in the test of the time because of this notion of the founders and everything else? I mean, we're seeing, like you said, Hillary Clinton winning the popular vote by 3 million.
0: <clears throat> is the electoral college here to stay? So I'm somebody who will tell you that you got to name me a better system. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I, uh, I'm hesitant, you know, the, everybody, my friends on, on my side of the aisle, we were jumping up and down for the electoral college when another tall skinny guy with a funny name from, uh, Kansas by way of, by, from Hawaii, by way of Kansas got elected president, not once, but twice. Right. So everybody, nobody had any issues with the electoral college then, but now all of a sudden we, we have these issues. Um, and you know, I am, I'm hesitant because why would somebody ever campaign in South Carolina? Or why would somebody ever come to, you know, would we have flipped Georgia if there was a, a if there if there was just a popular vote? I mean, you would go to Atlanta and leave. You would spend the rest of your time in L.A. You spend the rest of your time in New York, mm-hmm. Houston, Texas, Miami. So why would you spend time in these other areas to juice the vote and to um, give these individuals the attention they deserve? It's
2: a good answer. And I hadn't heard it phrased that way. I mean, everybody, yeah, it's, you know what the nature is. Let's bitch about it. Exactly, I I'm cool with the bitching about it, but like, tell me something better then. Yeah, and and it's always it's like reading social media. It's like long on what's wrong, but light on what (laughs) how to fix it. Um, and speaking of your role, you know, you you're you're a lawyer like me. There will be lawyers. (laughs) There will be lawyers, and and that's where we are right now with President Trump continuing to battle this in court and not accepting. Um, and as we sit here today on. On the 10th of November, we have Mike Pompeo answering a question this morning about uh, transitioning. He said there'll be a smooth transition to the second Trump administration. So here we are. What What do you think will come out of all this? Will it just sort of wane as we get closer to January 20th? Is it going to be continued whining from the
0: Oval Office that it's stolen? Where does that go in your mind? Oh, he's going to whine. I mean, perpetually, I mean, it's going to be the, the airing of grievances, mm-hmm. um, you know, but January tw- I don't have the same paranoia and, and fear that some others have that there's a coup d'etat or anything like this. I think that uh, the votes will be certified. I think he's delaying transition. So Joe Biden will have a, a more bumpy road getting to being able to, to, you know, serve and fulfill the needs of the American people. But at, look at, at noon on January 20th, Uh, Secret Service is going to escort him out the White House and fly him to anywhere he wants to go in the world. That's just the way it works. Um, I don't anticipate him, you know, being there January 21st. Um, These votes will be certified. The Electoral College will meet. Uh, Joe Biden will have, what, 306 electoral votes, I believe. Um, And that that will be all she wrote. I think that this will continue to you know, his legacy is written. Um, for people who love him, people who hate him, Donald Trump's legacy is written. I, I am, um, you know, I'm, all, I'm more in awe of, of people like Lindsey Graham and Mike Pompeo, people like Ron Johnson, um, people like Derek Kushner, um, others around him. I'm interested to see how history writes their stories, because I think during this time period um, with the, the, the steadying enabling, um, you know, I think it's going to be tough. I also think that the president and we've been getting a lot of word of this is going to go out on the trail and do rallies. Hmm. Um, which is fundamentally dangerous to our democracy. Um, The the blessing, though, is that he lost the race. And so that is what it is. Do rallies before January 20th Mm -hmm. to do what? To talk about the fact that he was robbed and to talk about the fact that this election was stolen and to gin up. You know, he loves the adoration. He loves the adoration. He loves the base support. And, you know, he turned out that base. Well, I mean, people. That's the thing that you misjudge about Donald Trump. He turns out his base so well. It's, it's never been seen and never been done before. Yeah. Now, there are some Republicans, as you know,
2: that have voiced relief that Biden beat President Trump. And I saw you retweeted Mitt Romney's congratulatory tweet to the Biden family last, mm-hmm. despite Trump not conceding. Do you think they'll be. Obviously, we're still going to have the Senate in favor of Republicans. Are, do you think there'll be some, once this is removed, January 20th, as you say, escorted out at noon, will we see a less divisive or will they just continue to be gridlocked with Biden trying to work with a Democratic uh, Republican Senate?
0: So I do believe um, it's going to be tough for Democrats to win both of those seats in Georgia. But we won't know who has control of the Senate until January 5th. Okay. That's first. The second thing is. Um, and so just for, so for listeners to know if in a 50, 50 Senate, they actually share leadership. They kind of decide who gets what appointments, et cetera. It's been, it's happened, it happened in 2000, I believe. Um, but they share leadership. They decide who's chair, of what leader of what post, but any vote of course goes to a tie. And that tie is, um, that tie is, uh, Kamala Harris. Um, but I think that the, will things change in terms of the gridlock in, in Washington? No. Um, the gridlock's going to be there, but the the divisiveness that we see, I think a lot of the rhetoric and tone and tenor won't be there anymore because that comes from the top. And I think that, you know, the tweets, I mean, we don't have, I mean, just the tweets alone would save us a few nights sleep, you know, doing foreign policy via Twitter, right? Calling someone who owns nuclear weapons, little rocket man like that, those type of things. Yeah. I, I, I'm not an expert in foreign policy, but I can tell you those things don't help.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we are, regardless of the way you line up politically, it will be nice to have politics just over there for the wonky people like yourself. <laughs> you know, the nerds nerd like us. I'm a, I'm a sports nerd. You're a politics nerd. You know, <laughs> instead of this triggering uh, of, of all of us and, and just. You know, and, and yes, I admit, when I, I saw him at the rallies, I pushed the button on Twitter. I probably wouldn't do it as much for Biden because he's got that. It's that just pull common. Of, Yeah, it's just. It's that just pull of, unfortunately, that pull of emotional negativity. Yeah. Okay. Sp- speaking of some of his targets, <laughs> we're both in some ways part of the media. And you're, you're on CNN and uh, The Ringer. Now, this sort of attack on the media do you think the distrust in the media is is just fomented by his his talk or has it had a lasting impact and will it have a lasting
0: impact? Uh, it has a lasting impact, but yeah. I think that the I think that the greater tragedy or the greater um acceleration of of what we're discussing here is social media. Yeah, because there've been far too many of our colleagues, you know, both in conservative media and traditional media and Uh, progressive media and even in sports who rush to be first instead of rush to get it right. And that leads to this. And so when you have somebody say fake news, the ground is fertile. We help make the ground fertile for Donald Trump. Will it be lasting? It is going to be lasting. Um, Because you won't. Somebody became president of the free world running in this lane. You know how many copycats you're going to have? I don't know how many people will be successful but I mean just think about Mat- Matty Gates or Tom Cotton. Um think about uh Josh Hawley out of out of Missouri. All of these people who are going to try to I mean this man talked about Ted Cruz's mama and his daddy. Yeah. And and you know you'll see Ted Cruz try to fill that lane and so it's just it, it it's it's going to be lasting and we just we in the media have to do a better job of being um being accurate and being right instead of necessarily being first. And we just have to continue to, to call out those lies as we've been doing.
2: You think media will ever be seen as down the line? We all just see CNN, MSNBC on the left, Fox News on the right. Is there a way to center that?
0: The biggest problem that you have in CNN likes to think that we're as close to the center as possible. but yeah, the, I know. Uh, even the... Um, even the local news that's been bought by Sinclair. I mean, you, you think about Sinclair Broadcasting and and their conglomerate. You know, you you have to. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm a slightly younger than you, so I don't necessarily recall the days of Tom Brokaw and um, uh, Peter Jennings and um, all of these individuals on the nightly news who simply were renowned because they just gave you the news as it was. Will we get back to that? I don't know. That's a tough question to answer. Does it sell enough though? Is the question. I mean, people, yeah. yeah, we, um, last week, CNN was the, uh, second most visited web, um, site behind Google news in the entire world all week. We had, um, three of our five biggest days in the history of the station last week. And for all, um, from Monday through, uh, Saturday, we were the highest watch station in in the world. So I mean it's you know, it is what it is. John King getting rust? No, and I don't even know how to and but the thing about John King is he don't really he told one he taught one person how to use that magic wall. And that's because they made him that's Phil (laughs) Mattingly, because nobody else knows he 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 works on that thing, he does different scenarios on that thing, and he can drill down unbelievable. Yeah, I'm like, who, who knows and who knows all these counties? Uh, <laughs> he
2: knows them. He pushes he, a button, and he knows where it is, and he knows the people in that county. It's it's,
0: yeah. No, the only thing he knows better is uh, – you should get him on the show, but the only thing he yeah. knows better is, uh, is is Red Sox and, and Patriot Sports. That's the only thing he knows better. <laughs> well, he really showed what you talked
2: about a few minutes ago. You push a city with his ball? Blue. <laughs> you push out in the in the county in the in the sticks, Right I yeah. mean, that is so simple to the average viewer. It's amazing.
0: You need a magic wall in sports. I don't know what we'll put on it, but we'll we'll do like we'll overlay like salary caps where they are, attendance. Outcomes. Yeah, yeah, salary cap.
2: <laughs> we could do that. Yeah, personnel. Um, also, want to tell you about our sponsor, DraftKings. And this Sunday is going to be a Sunday like no other. You got the major golf tournament, you got pro and college football, you got it all this weekend. And to celebrate the action, DraftKings is ensuring all new users are covered up to $100. That's right, you bet, they cover risk free Sunday betting on all of Sunday's action. On top of those great offers, DraftKings has special promotions and odds boosts every day in this year's tournament. You know the one in Augusta, Georgia. It's safe, reliable, and secure. Easier for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So, Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSS, caps, all caps, R-O-S-S, and don't miss this offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right. You bet they cover $100 when you use promo code ROSS during sign-up. It's for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Risk-free coverage paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or an in Indiana one eight hundred nine with it. Now back to the insightful Barkari Sellers. Switching to sports, I do want to sort of the, the activism part of sports is something I talk about a lot here. I want to get your thoughts on. I was so impressed. Speaking of voting, with what LeBron and Chris Paul, what they did at the bubble, you know, it's funny because I was teaching a class and my students are like, "Hey, the Bucks aren't playing tonight." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. After the Jacob Blake and and then all the games. Are, I'm like, what? <laughs> and you have this unique moment where they're all there. They're at Disney. And I would pay thousands to be a fly on the wall at that in a ballroom at Disney where they all got together and Doc Rivers and John Lucas and all the players. And but what they did, Bakari, is they they ignited change they use their leverage with the owners who had the access to open yeah. up these, these arenas and stadiums for voting and i was just so impressed that some people talk about activism and yeah what's what is it just making commercials whatever
0: anyway they made it happen and who knows you know, but, but who knows but, how but, big an impact that it, it, it had a huge impact and the reason being is because a lot of people have this platform and they don't know what to do right and so they they had poll workers Uh, They they um, they signed up a 10,000 poll workers. They worked with Uber and Lyft to pay for people's rides to the polls. They actually paid fines of felons in Florida so that they could go out and vote. And they opened up these facilities. I mean, you just think about you think about these facilities that they opened up in Fulton County in Georgia. Yeah. Like that's huge. Right. Where lines lines in the in the 2018 gubernatorial election. For three and four hours you can go in Fulton County and get out right in Milwaukee in swing state they opened up facilities and so yeah I mean but the thing the unique thing about the activism today that's different from the generation before is in my dad's generation I don't know if you've seen this picture but it's a legendary picture and sitting at a table is um Jim, Jim Brown, Brown Kareem Abdul well Lou Alcindor Bill, uh, Russell, Bill Russell and uh it's one more um Ali was it? Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, and so they're all sitting at this table, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but now you got—I mean, you got people who don't even take off their warm-ups. You got like Jared Dudley on the end of the bench, yeah. being you know using his voice all the way to LeBron James, and so it's more of a holistic. And everybody feels, and everybody feels inclined. I mean, I, I listen to Cal um, Corver sometimes and the things that he says, and you know, people, um, uh, uh what's Kevin Love talking about yeah. mental health, you know, all these things haven't always been done. And although you're like, what is, what is that? Kevin Love talking about mental health is a huge issue. Yeah. And him and him using his own platform to, to have that level of activism.
2: Yeah. Well, it was, you know, the, I give Adam Silver a lot of credit for being progressive and, you know, the sport I cover the most football where Kaepernick, you know, he got the owners on his side for a few minutes after Trump made the sons of bitches comment <laughs> that, that wasn't going to last.
0: No, yeah. that didn't last at long. It uh, yeah.
2: And of course he's never going to be signed again. And of course NFL li- players are limited in what they can do
0: compared to N- NBA. But you saw the video. It did move right. the league. You had the video. It has Stephon Gilmore. Anytime you have Stephon Gilmore and Patrick yeah. Mahomes in yeah. uh-huh. a video. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, and they said they didn't tell anybody they did it. I mean, you the league has to respond after that. You can't have your superstars making a statement and you not do anything. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think athlete activism is here to stay. The question is, you know, can the owners blunt it when they want to get back, back to sports? And, uh, you know, like Jerry Jones, you know, not feeling so great if anyone's going to be protesting during the anthem or anything like that. It's like, can you feel empowered? Obviously LeBron and those guys have the power, but, in a sport like football,
0: that can be something they can they can leverage at all. Let I me. Mean, I have a theory about that. So the fundamental inequities you have in wealth in this country, particularly yeah. between black and white, are no clear uh, are are clearer the most in ownership of the NFL football franchises. Yeah. You, you, when you don't have an African American owner, you don't have anybody who has the ability. To crack into that, I know the last team that I recall being up for sale or the last sale was the Carolina Panthers. Right. Um, you know, it's a two, so for $2.2 billion, that means somebody at minimum had to write an $800 million check. Like Oprah can't even do that. Jay Z and beyond, I mean, you don't have that level of right. wealth. David right. Teppo wrote a $2 billion check and financed the other $200 million, right? And so because you have that fundamental difficulty in having people of color crack that ownership spectrum, you'll never have the ability to have that level of activism. Whereas in the NBA, you have owners as in Michael Jordan, you have minority owners like in Atlanta with Grand Hill and throughout you have Kevin Garnett being a part of trying to be a part of an ownership group with the Timberwolves. So you have a different, you have, a, you have more of a shared uh, shared ownership, shared resources, shared wealth. And that's why you see it reflective in the in the athletes being able to do more when you have black ownership. That's a good point. And I want to leave you with
2: something maybe near and dear to your hearts. You're a Morehouse grad I saw. I am. I'm sure you've been following the recent uptick in sort of recruits considering HBCUs. I saw mm-hmm. that ESPN's number three player, was it Mikey Williams? Mikey Two. Williams, yeah. Yeah, we going to an HBCU, wouldn't be that bad. McCur McCur, I think his name is. Yeah, McCurr,
0: McCurr Maker, McCurr Maker. He's Thon, he's Thon's, Thon's brother, Thon, Thon Maker's brother. Okay, he committed to Howard. He committed to Howard. Howard just stole volleyball. My, my daughter's a big volleyball player. Howard just stole two big volleyball recruits from Texas A&M. And one of the top 100, she's the first top 100 uh, uh, women's basketball players from Dunbar High School outside of, or in the DMV. Yeah, um, yeah. It's going That's to Jackson. See, I know that area. Is going to Jackson State. One of the top 100 girls basketball players is going to Jackson State. So uh, things are changing a little bit. You won't see it in football because of the resources. But well, Dion, Dion's at Jackson State. He's gotten a couple commits. He got his son. His son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But the but that, resources, yeah. the football resources, are different. Yeah, if you're trying to go to the league, it's it's hard when your when your weight room and your cafeteria and all that stuff doesn't isn't reflective for three yeah. years, like.
2: Any any thoughts on COVID? I mean, we're like in football, we're playing through, man. It's like the Packers and 49ers had positives the other day and they played, you know, and now we have seen positives with Steelers and a different team, but they're trying to get through,
0: man. They're they're powering through this. Yeah. The economic impact though is still gonna be felt because having those having those butts in the seats. No fans, yeah. You think about uh what is it? Where's where's Bill Stadium, Orchard Park? Yep. You think about Orchard Park, how much revenue is not just in the stadium, but think about the hotels and the bars and the oh, restaurants yeah. around. I mean, you I mean, destroy I was a whole. In Green Bay, it's fifteen million a weekend, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you just so it's it's. I know people are saying, yeah, the TV money and all that stuff, but there's still so much ancillary. I, Fauci, I don't know if you you've seen this, but Fauci today said that the vaccine will be readily available they hope to start distributing before the end of the year to those populations that i need it most but it should be readily and or widely available excuse me is the term used by by april so um hopefully we'll be able to watch a few uh um uh, march madness games if they push it back a little bit hopefully and definitely be able to uh be ready for baseball spring training and Be ready for football next season. Yeah, I mean, I saw the Alabama LSU off this weekend, Tennessee.
2: Oh, they canceled canceled it? it. They canceled Alabama Alabama,
0: LSU, yeah. Man, that's the best. That's the best. uh, I'm a Falcons fan, so that's the closest thing to NFL football. I get some SEC (laughs) SEC stuff. (laughs) I feel for you, (laughs) (laughs) Falcons. Find different ways to lose, at least earlier in this year.
2: Yeah. Well, Bakari, this was great. Great to have your insights. I always try to do this after a big political story, and I couldn't think anyone better to have. I appreciate your insights. Do you think
0: um, Donald Trump will concede at any time yeah. before January 20th? No, but there's nowhere in the Constitution that says anyone must concede. OK. I think Donald Trump will leave and soon thereafter announce and keep his thumb on the Republican Party and announce he's going to run for president of the United States in 2024. Um at the age of 80, um, and whether or not he does it or not, but he'll definitely freeze the field. Why not just be a celebrity, you know, do a TV show because there's nothing, no, there's no celebrity in the world that can make you feel that euphoria of being president of the United States. We'll leave it with that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Andrew. Have a blessed day. Thank
2: you, Bakar. Look forward to talking to you soon. All right now. Hope you enjoyed that with Picari Sellers. He's a huge sports fan. That's how I know him, and he's got great insights as to what just happened in a unique business of sports podcasts. Thanks for following me on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. Apple Podcasts and rankings are truly appreciated. You can also sign up for my newsletter at andrew-brandt.com, now coming out on Sundays with, unique, with special insights and content from me. Thanks to my musical producer, the one and only Sam Brandt. Thanks to Brian Neal, my producer extraordinaire, and I'll be back next week with another edition of the business of sports with Andrew Brett.
1: Angie's list is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place inside outside, big or small. Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done all from your phone.
0: And we're back with breaking news.
2: The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever.
1: That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, make sure... Jim.
2: Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. We're on the air. I need to try it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Con cero azúcar y ahora mucho más rica. ¿Será que la nueva Coca-Cola Zero Sugar es la mejor de todas? Descúbrela.